Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday, my friends. Well... Not really a happy Monday if you're a Man United fan. But anyway, welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talks About Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, I'm back on Drive today at 4pm. I can hardly wait. Yeah, I have to wear an Arsenal shirt because my team got smashed. Yeah, can't wait for that. Anyway, we begin today's podcast by, yeah, looking back at yesterday's Premier League action. Starting, would you believe, at the Emirates, where Arsenal left it late to grab victory over Manchester United. Oh, wonderful. Here's how we reacted to the big game on Sport. Don't care. Play the audio. Looks like they've won it in the sixth added minute. Declan Rice, what a time to score his first Arsenal goal. In came the corner from the right-hand side. Time almost seemed to stand still inside that Manchester United penalty area as Rice plucked the ball down and drilled it low into the corner. What a moment for him. Disaster for Manchester United. Could get worse for Eric Ten Hag. Jesus is through in goal. He's left a defender on his backside. And he scored for Arsenal. Gabriel Jesus is mobbed by his teammates. And if there was any doubt, there isn't any more. It is Arsenal 3, Manchester United 1. Mikhail, you seem to make a habit of, of these late winners, particularly here at home. And I guess that puts you through the ringer, but it also says a lot about your team's character. For sure. But I think you need the quality as well. The character is good, but you need the quality, the determination. I think the courage as well to play the way we play, to, to go for the goal and... and and don't accept the draw, you know, that you are win to win, and I love that from the team. Very early in the season, but with Man City winning their first four games, does this feel like a, a big win in terms of just keeping within touch of them? Yeah, but we cannot have the feeling of that anxiety from day one, two, three. If you don't win, if you don't win, the league is over. You cannot do that, you know, you have to play. It's game four, it's still the whole season to play for. It's going to happen a lot of things. And just play as good as we possibly can, compete at the level that we are competing, and result will come if they have to come. Arsenal 1, Manchester United 1, Alejandro Ganacho off the bench, looked like he was going to be the match-winning hero for Manchester United. Brilliant play by Rasmus Hoyland, who I have to say has been excellent since coming on. He held the ball up in the centre circle, laid it off to Casemiro, first-time pass, set Ganacho away, one-on-one with the goalkeeper. It's a brilliant, unerring 
finish into the corner. When I first saw the slow motion replay, I thought he was just on side, Ganacho. Then up came the dreaded red line, if you're a Manchester United fan, and the goal has been disallowed. Eric, in terms of the, the, the turning point of the game, the Ganacho goal, we've seen the still pictures. Do you think, even with the technology, it's decisive that he was definitely offside? Can they say that 100% that he was offside? No, absolutely. In my perspective, he's not offside. Huh? And also because the angle is wrong. And uh, it's, yeah, I think it can't be huh, that this goal is rejected. In some ways, does this break for the international calendar come at a good time? Because obviously you've got a couple of players who are out injured. No, they call for international, so they got, they got more load. But, um, but definitely we can take the performance with us and they go to international. So I hope they stay fit there, they win their games, they come back. and. Uh, full of energy and then yeah, we go uh, to the next stage of the season. How bad are the injuries to Martinez and Lindelof? Lindelof is, it was illness. Uh, uh, all the, uh, he played uh, this, this game ill. ill. So um, he, and in the last stage of the game he could go, uh, keep going. Uh, Martinez, we have to see. Elsewhere in the Premier League, good, we can move on. Aston Villa was soundly beaten by Liverpool Anfield. Here are the thoughts of Jurgen Klopp and Unai Emery. Liverpool 3, Aston Villa 0, a dominant performance from the Reds who keep their first clean sheet of the campaign as well, so that'll make Jurgen Klopp extra happy. He saw his team take the lead after just three minutes. Schobberslai smashing home from the edge of the area with a lovely low effort that went into the far bottom corner. They made it 2-0 on 22 minutes. Nunez's initial shot hit the post, but it only ricocheted back into Matty Cash, who couldn't prevent him uh, from bundling into his own net. And from then on, there was never going to be a way back from Aston Villa. They offered very little going forward and were worryingly open at the back and it's only Liverpool's poor finishing that prevented it from being more than 3-0 but they did get a third when Salah stabbed home from Nunez's flick on on 55 minutes. Nunez himself hit the post and the bar. He had another chance which he bundled wide at the back post from Salah's pass and then there were further efforts for Alexander-Arnold late on as well. Liverpool really impressive. Aston Villa another worrying defensive display to go with that one at the start of the season. Full-time Liverpool 3, Aston Villa 0. Absolutely, it was a top game. Best for a while, long time. Don't know when it last time, but that convincing. Liverpool 3, Aston Villa 0, and it had been coming, and it's Mo Salah, the man who gets it. I didn't realise a little bit of a distraction from the whole week, besides answering questions about it, but not from people inside, just from people outside. So I have no clue. Nobody came to me and told me something could happen or whatever on Friday, nothing. And um, I'm pretty sure I would have got a call, um, but I didn't. And Mo didn't look for a second like he thought about anything else than about Aston Villa. Besides Trent's hamstring, perfect afternoon, atmosphere, weather, my God. Um, early, <laughs> still, yeah, I cannot imagine a better Sunday. It's difficult to win here. We were in clinical, defensively were a bit weak in some moment and they were clinical. And Chunil was not really the result I think we deserved the first half. And the second half we were speaking about, the, we had to continue our game plan, try to keep being consistent, focus, and if we are scoring one goal, we can be with the possibility again to, to come back. Sunday also saw Crystal Palace heap more misery on Wolves as the Eagles were victorious at Sellers Park. Roy Hodgson and Gary O'Neill gave their thoughts to talk about Sam Ellard. 
Well, we could have been in for some drama, Sam, because Matthias Cunha did make it Crystal Palace 3, Wolves 2, with a brilliant header, great cross on the left-hand side. He got in between the two Palace centre-backs and headed past Sam Johnson. Play did restart, and about 15 seconds later, the full-time whistle went. Selhurst Park is bouncing. It does finish Crystal Palace 3, Wolves 2, and you have to say, it is what the home side deserves. Wolves defending in the second half, really, really poor. And in the first half, for all their possession, they just lacked any real quality in the final third. They stay on three points. For Palace, they've started this campaign really, really well. It finishes at Selhurst Park in a brilliant game of football. Crystal Palace 3, Wolves 2. Seven points is obviously a healthy start to the season. You mentioned there you got two new signings over the past couple of days. So got a new signing injured and also as well, Michael Elise to come back into this team. So, you know, you've got real options moving forward. Are you, are you really happy with, with where this squad is at now that the, the window is closed? Yes, I mean, I think the squad's good. I think the squad is capable of some, some very good things. Um, I'm expecting uh, very solid performances from them. I'm expecting us to be very hard to beat and I'm expecting us to be very dangerous when we get on the ball. Now, today, I don't think we reached the heights that I would like to see us reach. And I can say that publicly because that's what the players think too. You know, they are, they are self-critical. They're not expecting me to stand here and say we were great today because they know themselves we, we can do better than this. But the big thing is that we won. And we got seven points, as you say. I could be sitting here <laughs> with the same performance <laughs> and, and Wolves having beaten us 3-2. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you'd see a very different expression on my face. We have such high standards or we have such high hopes and high expectations that I think it's probably a positive thing that we can look at this victory and not just go jumping around saying, wasn't it wonderful? We can say, well, it was good to get the result and we're pleased that we did and we had to work for it, but we can do better than this. Unlucky on the, on the defeat, where do you think that went wrong for you in the second period? Um, yeah, not... I thought we had control, didn't really ever stand on the side feeling like we were in a game that we were going to lose. Um, first goal comes maybe when we had complete control of it, maybe against the run of play. So disappointed um, from that, especially because we'd done a lot, lot of work on that threat. Edward makes that run a lot. So we'd done a, a lot of work on trying to make sure we were ready for that. Um, yeah, and just disappointed really. I think we had, we had enough control final third entries in the 60s which is a lot for an away game more, more than Crystal Palace and maybe didn't threaten enough from those um, but also a lot of areas that we've managed to improve in um, today was a, a step forward definitely but disappointed because a game that we were in enough and, and should have took something from to the Sunday edition now, and the Suns' head of sports, Sean Custis, and the chief football writer for the Times, Henry Winter, were joined by West Ham vice chair, Baroness Karen Brady. She joined the show to talk about Declan Rice's departure, praised the job done by Hammers boss, David Moyes, and, of course, condemned chants aimed at Jared Bowen in their victory at Luton on Friday night. Declan Rice, what a time to score his first... Arsenal goal! We did not want to sell him, you're quite mm. right. He made a decision that he wanted to go. Having made that decision, uh, my job was to get the best possible price for him so that the club could then go back in again and make every penny of that count. And I think that's exactly what we did. It's very difficult when a player 
doesn't want to stay. I mean, we tried everything we could to to convince him to stay in terms of the contract. He'd been speaking to his father for about two years. Uh, we're trying to build a team around him. He was a, He's a special player and actually a gentleman, a very nice young man, good to have around, great captain. And it's, you know, it's a sort of unrequited love when they do it, when you love them, but they, they don't love you. And um, and I think he did love West Ham. I think he loved West Ham a lot, but I think he, he took a view that he wanted to see his career outside of West Ham and that's exactly what he was driven to do and that's exactly what he was determined to do. And faced with that, clubs have no choice but to try and get the best possible price they can and, and, and move on. On the counter-attack, West Ham have hurt them and it's the new signing, James Ward-Prowse, who has scored for West Ham. Ward-Prowse was his number one target that he wanted from the start of the season. He's the one that identifies the players and it's left to others to go and do the deals and bring the players in and negotiate the terms. But we would never sign a player he, he wouldn't want. And, and he's very clear on who he wants and who he doesn't want. I've got so much time and respect for David. He is a class act, both on and off the pitch. He is so passionate about everything he does. He's so professional. I've never met a manager who works harder, who thinks more deeply, who cares so much. Um, his ambitions are all for West Ham and he's a joy to work with. You did let him go the first time around. I mean, not so much sack, you just didn't renew his contract. So what was it that made him, you let him go the first time and what was it that persuaded you to bring him back the second time? I think the first time was more about having a fresh start and I think that having had that fresh start that was not fresh and wasn't the start of anything, <laughs> uh, we realised that actually he was a good fit for so us. So you regretted it? Definitely. It, we, yeah, yeah we, we, we definitely regretted it. And we weren't, um, you know, fragile, egoed enough to think, oh, we, we couldn't possibly admit yeah. we made a mistake and go back on it. We, we accepted we'd made a mistake. And actually the work that he was doing and the progress that he was showing and the way in which he works was uh, was somebody we wanted to work with and we admitted we made a mistake and we phoned him up and we got him back. So when, when you told him we'd like you back, did, you, did he sort of say, well, come on, apologise for the first time? Although, come um, on, let's hear it. No, he's not that thin-skinned either, Sean. <laughs> no, I think we, we were honest. We told him we'd made a mistake. We told him that we'd like to embark on the journey again and, and he agreed and... and you know, it was a candid, honest conversation and we moved on. With a high ball into the penalty area, Bowen looking to rise for the header and Bowen has done it. Gerard Bowen scores the first Premier League goal at Kenilworth Road. It is Luton Town nil, West Ham United 1. He's such a, a, a nice young man. I mean, I was there obviously at Luton watching the game and I have to say some of the chants mm, that yeah. he had to put up was absolutely vile. I mean, I was so angry yesterday when I read in the newspaper and I won't say which paper, they called that chant amusing. Um, calling the you know his girlfriend who's got three children a young woman the names they called her during you know mm -hmm. it, her, his football career has nothing to do with her and they use that as a tool against him I thought it was absolutely vile and disgusting and for a newspaper to say it was amusing I thought was was just plain wrong it's not amusing and it's not funny and it shouldn't be allowed to happen but it does happen unfortunately and his character and how he deals with that and overcomes that shows you all the resilience that the man has and he's going from strength to strength I mean I I was so surprised he wasn't called up for England, yeah. fr frankly. Three um, goals, one assist. Yeah, incredible. And I guess he's wondering, what more do I have to do? But I guess keep your head down, keep working. Um, you know, we, we, we'll give him all the support that, that he needs. And yeah, you're right. He is, he is exactly what West Ham's all about, both on and off the pitch. 
You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. To the game day breakfast show now. An ex-Chelsea and Ireland striker Tony Cascarino gave his thoughts on the weekend's sporting headlines. Another goal here at the Etihad. Guess who? John Dunn. And it's full time and it is Manchester City 5, Fulham 1. Erling Haaland with almost the last kick of the game has completed his hat-trick. He got six last season. That is the first of this season. Well, it was comfortable in the end for the champions, but in the first half they were less than convincing. S- second gear, this team are going to win the, the Premier League in second gear for me. I just think... When there's more to come and it gets to the turn of the year, if they if they haven't already got six, eight points in front of everybody else, they they could stretch it quite comfortly. De Bruyne will be back, and I was about to say, you know, and you're just, getting him back as well. I, I just think it's um, it's ominous for the rest because they even got go, they haven't even got going yet. And they, uh, and that's what's ominous as well. They got going. They're not clicking as we might expect them to do. Burnley 1, Tottenham 3, James Madison with a special strike, right-footed curling into the bottom right-hand corner of the Burnley net, just in front of those Spurs fans, and this had been coming. I can't remember a player that settled that quickly in a team. He's been absolutely he superb. Been. He it looked like he's been there three years and he's the man that, you know, like Harry Kane's been at the club and his consistency was brilliant for Spurs. James Madsen's turned up and he looked like he's been there for three years. He gets on the ball. He seems to know where everybody's, where they're mm. all playing. He's got this, you know, te- telepathic way of thinking. He's had an influence on every Spurs game so far oh, this yeah. season. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Austin TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.